0: When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands. And Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L Y F E L I N ez.com to find out more now without further ado here is today's episode hi guys and welcome to the shrewsbury biscuit podcast i'm alex whiteley and i'm verity jane (laughs) hello i'm verity Jane. (laughs) am i i i i I exist (laughs) i exist amongst realms um and before we get into today's episode um, we are at Kids Fest actually as we speak and uh, we're recording a day one and day two uh, editions of this, this podcast. It's been fun, hasn't it?
1: It's been really fun. It's been busy.
0: I'll tell you one thing uh, when I come to something like this, I don't expect to learn as much as I do. <laughs> Yesterday we were speaking to the, the top girls uh, and we were talking about babies and mental health for babies and cognitive.
1: And how mum's brains change when they have babies and hormone changes.
0: Wasn't expecting to take on that kind of knowledge at kids festival. We learnt
1: about engineering and measurematronics. Is that what it's called?
0: Measurematronics,
1: so, yeah. Something, I might have made that word up, but it's something like that. Yeah,
0: working in thousands of a millimeter and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, also, just today—that was day one. Today, we've been learning about uh, the food hub. Yeah. About um, how people can lessen the waste of their foods and how to set up your fridge properly. We've been learning about beeswax. Yeah. <laughs> how to make breakfast.
1: Learned how to make slime.
0: Slime, Lingon Davis.
1: Yeah. It, Learned, oh, my memory is awful. Pickleball.
0: Pickleball. We yeah. had a go
1: at that yesterday. There's new rules. I,
0: I feel like there's a gauntlet got to be thrown down with, with pickleball though, because I feel like there's a, a, a competitive edge sort of it.
1: I think we're going to have to go for round two today.
0: We've got to go for round two. Now,
1: now I've uh, now I've mastered it. I'm Face pretty up. sure that's what I've done. I haven't.
0: I think I have I think I can go straight into the UK national
1: (laughs) I'll say that I've mastered it so it's even funnier when it's evident that I clearly haven't
0: Um, speaking to Faye uh, she was saying that the pickleball's a great social gathering of people I feel like I would annoy people very quickly because I'd be like smash (laughs) (laughs) it
1: I'd be annoying because I'd give it all the gob but actually be rubbish
0: (laughs) you're going down Jane you're going down oh no wait sorry I lost the ball (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny. Um, before we get into today's episode, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, we've been asked by um, uh, Elite Dance Studios to do a roll call. Uh, there's a production being made right now, and they're asking for people to come forward and uh, audition for roles. Uh, let me read out. Uh, thank you to Natalie Weller, by the way, for sending this. Um, the uh, audition, by the way, pro, uh, information can be requested by emailing joseph at elitedancestudios.co.uk. And it reads here, production is being produced by Impact, a trading name of Elite Dance Studios and will be performed between 7th and 9th of July. Various roles for all abilities and experiences from ages six upwards. We're an inclusive company with staff trained and experienced in provisions for physical and learning disabilities, disadvantaged backgrounds, looked after young people and more. Auditions can be done in person or by video. So please drop an email to joseph at elitedancestudios.co.uk if you want to find out more about that production.
1: Amazing. That
0: yeah. Sounds, sounds awesome. Yeah. So um, that's, make sure you do that. Um, now, this uh, this episode was great because uh, I love speaking to people that do things that I can't. And Hans Donner is definitely one of those guys. Um, he is... Uh, I mean, he... 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 he um, does um, skydiving. He's an instructor.
1: Oh, right, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's an instructor uh, for for skydiving, but on the side, he likes base jumping. I mean, like, I've all things
1: That's an adrenaline junkie right there, right?
0: I said that to him and he's like, oh, you know, not really.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I mean, he is, but I mean, like, a lot of the base jumping stuff you'll hear in this podcast is a lot of planning and... Yeah. Admin and stuff that you and wouldn't I, expect.
1: I feel like once you've done it like skydiving, you, you do it once. I don't know. I feel like if you're doing it regularly, it's not as much of a as adrenaline rush.
0: Do you reckon it's like ah, ah! Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it might be. I don't know. Do you reckon people ever jump out of a plane? And go. Ah, oh, here we go that. again.
1: Yeah.
0: And <laughs> they're doing their like Amazon wish list as they're coming down. <laughs> right, Sheer and Leash are about to do their thing and they get really loud, so we'll be quick with this. Hans Donner, you are amazing. And I did mention to him that at some point, maybe down the future, once I've lost all this weight I'm planning to lose, that we can do a charity skydive. That'd be cool. Oh,
1: there they go.
0: That's really loud. We're going to let you enjoy this podcast. Take it away, Hans Donner. Brilliant. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and today um, I'm not joined with Verity. Verity's not here. I organize this when she she can't can't be here today, but um, I am joined by a a co host who's been on a couple of projects with me before, but not really been on many podcasts. It's uh, Mini Biscuit Timmy. All right. You okay? Yeah. You good? Yep. Well, I showed you uh, videos of today's guest, didn't I? And you were Your mind was blown a little bit, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah? Couldn't believe uh, somebody could do what our guest actually does for fun as well. And today's guest is Hans Donner. And I I, I read your story on a local newspaper um, uh, story on Facebook, and I was quite surprised because... uh, it's, it's, quite a no, it's quite a cool story, and uh, it's something you don't normally see on that local newspaper, which is really, really cool. So um, Hans, thank you so much for joining us on the show. No,
2: thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to be sort of uh, involved with a local opportunity like this. So yeah, thanks, guys.
0: Uh, where, where do you hail from? Are you Shrewsbury-based? I would was love Shrewsbury?
2: to say I'm Shrewsbury-born and bred, uh, but I've been here since uh, 87. My parents were ex-military, so we moved around, but okay. we, this is where I spent most of my life. So I always call Shrewsbury and the surrounding area my home.
0: Yeah, it's, over the years we've spoken to so many people who have adopted uh, Shrewsbury as, their, as a sort of their hometown places where, they, yeah, where they settle. And
2: It's definitely one of those places that, you know, when you leave school, some people go off and do further things, but we, they always start coming back as they get a little bit older. It's a special place.
0: It's it's interesting, like so many people do actually from here do move away, like yep. go to London and go, oh, I've got to go live the life and then end up coming back. Think, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so you, you you grew up around here then. Um, yeah. Since 87. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got to ask you. So, you're a base jumper, right? Yeah. Uh, amongst many things, or was that just your? No. So I, uh, I, I. Well, I guess my 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 job
2: at the moment is I'm a freelance uh, skydiving instructor, uh, examiner, and also a base uh, jumper in, instructor as well. Yeah. okay that's that's quite a lot of adrenaline
0: you you literally live off adrenaline for yes a,
2: a I, I that's what a lot of people say it's the adrenaline but it's uh you'll find that the the adrenaline side of uh skydiving or, or jumping is a very small spot especially when it comes to the base jump uh the planning of base jumps is very minute sorry it's very large compared to the actual jump itself the jump itself may only take sort of uh one of the local spots i jump at is Llanimanuk. Uh there's a cliff off there which is about 50 minutes from where i live i can literally just Bike down, drive down if it's a nice day. Um, And then the jump itself is over in about three or four seconds. Uh, but the actual planning of everything, it just takes much longer. So when it's just, I like the planning of things, and especially if it's a good day, you get lots of friends going down. So it's it's that air of community. So I'm ex-military uh, myself, so it's the, having that bond of people. How long did you serve? So I did uh, until eight years. Uh, served my time in Iraq, and pretty much I was quite lucky. I did a lot of time uh, working within skydiving, uh, teaching me how to skydive. That's not military skydiving. That not paratrooper stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah. That uh, I've taught a few. Um, it's an aspect of skydiving to the military side. Uh, but my focus was on sport parachuting. So that's given the, um, you know, the tri services, a bit of downtime, the bit of the, the fun side of skydiving. Yeah, okay. So I was quite
0: lucky to be involved with that. So not like chuck loads of weight on your back and get out there ready for a combat situation. It's more like, Whoa, this is that's, amazing. Yeah. yeah the, like...
2: That's more of what the RAF do. Yeah. Mine was about a bit of decompression or,
0: um, it's yeah. it's just more, the more fun side uh, of things. <laughs> um, before you, you you sort of started doing this yeah were you always inclined to find things that were adrenaline-based things that would like
2: well so I, you... I i hail from a skydiving background so my parents used to jump uh, back in the sort of 17s and 80s um uh, they never pushed me towards it it was always okay they were like out of the plane you no, go <laughs> no 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 at all i think uh, i was quite lucky in the fact that they skydive i knew they used to jump uh, unfortunately my my mum suffered a real nasty uh, skydive accident when she was in the military she's fine now so that's good uh but they never pushed me towards it it's always a case of i knew about skydiving and i just found it on my own and then once i took it up they were like okay we're going to tell you a bit more about it what we did so that was that was good in that sense you know you get uh over, i mean i don't have kids but i imagine i've seen parents that push their kids into what they want to do it, for me it was just a natural
0: progression yeah hmm. i mean I guess that. I mean, you're you're quite, a, Timmy. You're you're quite good at speaking and being open there. You do a lot. Of, you're doing your acting at the moment, and you like the podcast stuff, don't you? Yep. Yeah. I'm just a man of very few words. Doing a great job, Timmy. Do you think you could ever see yourself jumping out of a plane? A parachute. Would you like to do that one day when you're older?
1: Um. No.
0: No. Why not?
1: It just. I'm scared of heights.
0: Scared
2: of heights. Well, you'd be very surprised is that a lot of skydivers and base jumpers, we don't like heights. And to be honest, I don't like flying. It's, it still scares me to this day. Because all I know is that when I get into a plane, I skydive. So for me, going on holiday is a very unnatural experience because I, I normally get out of it.
0: You know, it's, it's funny you say that. I was watching uh, uh, Bert Kreischer, one of my favourite people in the world, was interviewing Tony Hawk. And he was talking about how... Uh, Bert Kreischer is a stand-up comedian, but he used to do, like, shows on the travel show and stuff. So he'd go around the world, and he'd he'd do things like there's, like, a water park, and he'd try out these, like, crazy, gnarly slides and stuff like that. He has no problem jumping off, bungee jumping, and anything else. But, like, flying, he hates it. And he flies from all around the world doing his stand-up tour. Like, it's crazy how you can be adrenaline-based and enjoy that kind of thing, but the bit of turbulence on a plane will just turn your stomach
2: turbulence is just the worst it's just not nice I don't like it and it's quite funny if I go on holiday with friends or family you know they see me sort of like gripping onto the chair they're just in hysterics it's just a very strange
0: is that, is that, is that, is that because of a sense of control like you're I, in control when you're doing nothing
2: I guess there is a sense of control but I think I'm going back to the point I made before I think it's more of that's all I've ever been used to is going up in a plane and I don't land in it. I just jump out. So, you know, being up in that plane is just, it's, it's very alien even though it's natural for people to go and fly and
0: do other things. For me, it just doesn't seem right. Mad sense of freedom though as well, I imagine. Like you can just go you got a parachute on your back, yeah. You can just go, and you got so, no problem with so
2: it. So skydiving is great. I love skydiving. That's that's where, that's where I, I base for, uh, That's been my base for you know uh, my my life for quite a bit of time. I've been jumping for twenty six years. Um, there's certain uh, places that you can go skydiving. Uh, what I like about base jumping, in fact, is that the it's 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 a bit more broad. There's many places that you can go jump. It's just down to your imagination. Obviously, depending on the uh, the, the cliff that you can jump off and all the rest of it. There are other uh, things that you can jump off buildings, antennas, those sorts of things. But you're not meant to do that. But we won't talk about that just yet. I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. And we we spoken to some some daredevils on the show. Uh, Chris Shirk is a good friend of mine. He does uh, he does urban exploring, but he does a bit of rooftoping as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I know people that that have climbed crazy things and done silly, You know, that, that's what they that's what they do, and that's that. You, if they want to put themselves into that. Pressure into them situations. That's them, you yeah. know. Yeah,
2: um, I think that it comes to a lot of ethics. Uh, I mean, part of BASE jumping is BASE jumping is an acronym, so it's uh, buildings antennas span which is your bridges and then e which is for your earth so if you want to be like a, a true base job for some people say that you have to do all four objects i mean there's nothing more thrilling than you know getting inside a building and jumping off it um but for myself if i were to go do a building is we make sure that i've I've got a value of it, so i'm not breaking anywhere i'm getting access through means that I'm, I'm not doing all those sorts of things uh, have you ever made people go <gasps> Yeah, there's been a few where I've dropped, uh, jumped off uh, in London and sort of other cities and you land and people are just like, where have you just come from? And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I probably shouldn't tell you, but yeah, it's been up that. And then you can make
0: a quick escape and off you go. I can imagine people seeing you on the top of a building going, don't do it!
2: Well, that's, that's, the thing. that's the other thing, you know, again, having that good set of ethics, because if you are about to jump from something... Um, it probably would scare a lot of people because I yeah. think you're about to do something that's not pleasant. So there's certain aspects when we, especially as a team, um, you find a lot of base jumpers as well that hold those sorts of ethics, is if we're doing any jumping on the coast, you phone the coast guard to let them know that something's going to happen. So mm. uh, sometimes you get do you get members of the public saying, oh, I've just watched someone jump off a cliff and they're like, don't worry it's a base jumper and if there's anyone walking around as well we generally just
0: try and let them know that something's about to happen and just so it doesn't blow their mind or anything at all um when i when i when i think about heights i'm, I'm terrified of heights i've done some great interviews uh, like we did it. I've, I've climbed up the column in in Shrewsbury mm-hmm. uh i've done I've, on that, top of the, that's oh, high enough by the way i've i've looked at that just is it high enough really is, yeah so maybe one day <laughs> one day one day <laughs> Uh, we, we interviewed on top of the Abbey as well we interviewed on top of there um but you know I don't like heights but I've done interviews in those situations because I thought they'd be quite fun just to see me going <laughs> on a microphone but when it comes to like jumping out of an airplane I've all I'd love to do that I would love to 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 um to, uh, grab a parachute and jump out of a plane I think it'd be great because I don't see those heights as the same thing no
2: it's when, when you uh, I take um I do a lot of work at Tilstock. That's where I first started jumping. Uh, I'm working there this season, actually helping those guys out. And you find a lot of people that are scared of heights. When they, it's like when you go up in a plane, you look out the window. It's just it looks a bit like Google Earth in a way. So it's not like being high. And when you jump out, I always say once you've jumped out, you can't back, get back in anyway. So you just yeah. well try and enjoy yeah. yourself. And nine times out of ten, they landed, they had a great experience. It's very rare we've had people sort of not enjoy it. Um so it's not like, like not it's not like being high. It's it's something completely different.
0: Should we do it one day to me?
2: Uh, uh
1: Did you jump out of a plane. N- no, thank you.
0: No. I think I'd rather do that than like bungee jumping. I tried
2: bungee jumping once and I didn't like it. No. no there's just something about just uh at least with a parrot, you know, you and you got two two parachutes, but yeah. one bungee it's just one cord, and I was just like,
0: do you know what? Mm, not not so much. Again, Bert Crozier. he was saying like he was doing this great, crazy jump. Uh, it was this it was, it was crazy experience that he was doing. And he went to put the helmet on and the guy, apparently the instructor was like, don't, don't wear the helmet. And he's like, why? He's like, cause if, if you go, you're gone. So <laughs> like, there's no point well, <laughs> I mean, when,
2: when we take people on tandems, they don't, you know, the, the tandem passengers doesn't wear a, a helmet and they're like, why don't we wear a helmet? Because we say, well, you know, if anything were to go wrong, <laughs> it's not going to do much at all. We wear a helmet because if we have a bit of, if we get knocked out and, you know, just, uh, say if you hit us or whatever happens on on exit or in in free fall then we've got a bit of protection but for you know i think we're drastic to happen then you know that's it but it's safe to say that in um the uk we're very safety conscious and we've had no really sort of major incidents with tandem so that's that's
0: that's that's great yeah um i've got a a a question from verity because verity is my co-host she's not here today but she sent a few things i know the answer to this because you sent me something today but uh um, and she says, "She says, has he ever had a bad injury, and did it affect his headspace?"
2: Okay, so uh yeah, so what was it? I think it was back in 20, 2020 twenty twenty. I'm trying to remember myself. Uh, I was jumping up in uh, Pistol Rider, uh, the, the waterfall up there. I think some of you, sort of uh listeners, may have uh been there and heard about it. Yeah, absolutely beautiful place. One of my favourite places to go. I used to go there as a kid. Uh, when I got Started to jump uh, base jumping about ten years ago. Used to go up there thinking, "Yeah, there must be somewhere where I can some jump off." I uh, found a location just down from the waterfall, and uh, that particular day. Uh, the weather was looking really good uh, I normally have two sets of rules one is never jump alone and always make sure you know you've got a good phone signal uh, done my recce so that recce is just really making sure that you're happy with everything where you're going to be landing just the outlay of the land to make sure everything's all good to go it's not a lot of people think we just go jumping and that's it there's there's a bit more to it involved as I said we don't want to be messing ourselves up so I got there you know and uh, everything was just looking good the conditions were great and I'll tell you what just um, it must be about uh, I think I got there about four in the morning because generally. In the mornings the weather's really nice um I got there and it just everything was just you know that the whole if you don't know have you ever been there before I saw the video I've never yeah. been there probably have but get yourself yeah. there especially uh in the in the summer what a what a beautiful place mm. literally I think it's actually uh uh could be wrong but I think it's higher than Niagara. Waterfalls. Really? is the height of it. Because Niagara is really sort of long, but this thing is just, it's, it's incredible to actually go there. So,
0: it's amazing right. just on our doorstep as yeah, well.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's just down the road. Anyway, uh, so I got there um, and I made the decision to jump. Uh, that wasn't sort of my ego. It was What just, made you jump? I, th- I think it was just the, you know, know—I'm. You, you, we plan these things out. Uh, the season will be going great and I, I sort of like, I like to push myself uh, and i had done my math and everything just lined up and I was just like, do you know what? want to go for it I've got this made the jump and as, as I was coming into land uh, there's a bit more technical to it but I'll try and keep it simple for, uh, for you listeners I guess um, as I was coming into land I just misjudged it and I missed my landing area by a foot because it was on a, a slate ledge and because I dropped down a bit more than I had by a foot which is no very minimal uh, ended up smashing into a slate wall and completely shattering my left leg
0: um, there is there is footage of this because uh, you went on on a on a on another podcast which uh, I love by the way I've got the name of it but... uh, though, is it The Rock The Rock Yeah the... so they're in New Zealand yeah, guys th- those guys like... are brilliant I tell you what,
2: uh, I'll send you another story as well once I once I finish here you it, it, I think it blows even my story uh, but those guys are great uh, the thing about this was um, once I came to a, a standstill I realised that you know I'm a bit of a spot above her pulled up my phone straight away to make the call to the the emergency services and realized i've got no phone signal so now i'm like in the middle of nowhere with li- literally a broken and leg
0: you smashed your legs pieces <laughs> yeah right?
2: and literally it's it's almost hanging off i mean nothing was sticking out but it turned uh oh. being, being ex-military i've got some medical uh background uh so i was able to put my leg back in place oh. uh
0: 127 hour stuff that is isn't it yeah is put, i put my leg back <sighs>
2: in place uh twisted it back which is I mean, the most horrendous because you've got all the bones mashing together and things like that um Uh, Pretty much put myself back together, and I knew the location of my car, which was roughly about 300 meters away, and then began uh, three hours of just crawling across ground, uh, just trying to get to my car. There's a bit of funny in between that sort of thing. Uh, Eventually got to my car after about three hours. Um, Once I got there, uh, pulled my mobile phone, my phone out again, and realised, great, I still got no phone signal. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna have to drive myself to hospital. Uh, It wasn't an automatic. So I did have to change gear with my broken
0: leg, which is the left leg on the clutch. I, 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 I can't imagine, because I, I watched the clip. Yeah. I can't imagine you with your leg nearly hanging off to press it onto the clutch. Yeah, so part, so
2: part, <laughs> so part, of, part of putting myself together, uh, I always carry sort of like shin pads and things like that. So it was proper put back together, like splintered together, mm. uh, and with a bit of traction as well, uh, using those skills from the military. Uh, and then because I've done that road so many times, I realized I, I knew, exactly knew where uh, – I'm not very good at maths or, you know, I like to think I'm a simple person, but in that in that headspace, I was like my IQ must have gone through the roof because I realized how many gear changes I needed to do to get to hospital. Uh, I knew that Caboan wasn't an A&E, but it was my first protocol to, like, to get there. Uh, a lot of people ask me, well, why don't you just stop at someone's house? But I think because I was in that headspace of just trying to get there – and I did it. I eventually got there, and, and that was it. And they were they, obviously they, they helped
0: you. Um, that's
2: yeah, that's 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 the thing. So when I, I turned to put the, the car park, I phoned reception, and as I just said, like, this is going to sound really strange, but I'm in your car park and I've got a broken leg. The, and I was like, I'm being deadly serious, I've got a broken leg. Can you send an ambulance? They're like, yep, no worries. So they, I mean, it's the quickest ambulance I've ever. I mean, we at the moment we've got dramas with ambulances. Yeah, like, yeah. this took about 20 minutes, I mean, not sorry, 20 minutes, about two minutes to get to me, and um, yeah, and they managed to, to, to sort me out so oh, bless you very thankful to go for uh
0: yeah it's crazy i mean like in that head i, I guess you put that to your military training that you had this uh you had this thing happened and you immediately had a contingency you knew where to go and you knew what to do i mean
2: yeah uh that's that, that i think uh without that sort of like headspace
0: and training i think it would have been a completely different uh, I, situation uh, i i um I I had an accident, (laughs) sort of balancing beam, wooden balancing beam. I was like, look, Timmy, you do it, you just jump off. And I I kind of ripped two tendons in my my foot. And I was like, "Ah!" it was like the worst pain. My wife had to help, help me carry me to the car and stuff like that. Like in your situation, you're by yourself. I mean, I don't know. In that situation, if I was by myself, was it would it be a case of right? I need, I need, I know what I need to do now. But I think because I had an audience, I was kind of like, oh, you know, kind of blew up. Um, Timmy, I can see that you're uh, you're getting a little bit bored there behind the microphone. I know you're you're only eight years old. You got things to do. Have you got any questions for Hans before before I'll and then I'll let you go?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Go on into the microphone then.
1: Um, how long have you been? Doing um, skydiving.
2: Okay, so I've been skydiving since I was uh, 16. So that's over 26 years ago. So you, to, the youngest you can do it is when you're 16, uh, but you can go abroad to places like I think like Spain or Portugal, where if you fit in a harness, like if you you know you can fit in a harness and then you can do a tandem. But that's down that's down to your parents. For me, I would say wait till you're a little bit older and then make your own decisions. But yeah, I've been jumping for 26 26 years now, so a lot of lot of jumps. Yeah, really good fun
1: and also um um when did you first start
2: so that was like i said back back in 1996 it was a birthday present uh my mum and dad knew the owners of tilstock at the time and it was just a case of here's a birthday present if you want to do it go ahead and i absolutely loved it and i've
0: been jumping ever since Nice, yeah, that's good, isn't it? it? wasn't paying attention at the beginning, obviously. <laughs> Thank you very much, Timmy. You did a great job, awesome job. Give me, well give, give me a hug. Well done, yeah, well good done. Man. That's good. You go and play now. Um, yeah, I, I feel like what you do is fantastic. Well, I was chatting to um, Becky Lisney because we've all got our own. Becky Lisney is uh, from Lilith body empowerment and she takes um, empowerment fo- photos, you know, you get naked in the woods or whatever, and then she takes some body positive yeah. photos, right? And she was like, we were talking about like, you know, I was like, I was comparing, if someone said to me, get, get off Alex, All right, let's take some pictures. I was like, the adrenaline that was like, a oh, part of that would be the same as me doing a base jump. That sort of thing, sort of, it, it would scare the living daylights out of me. I don't like heights. and I don't like it, People seeing me like that. Um, is there anything in life for you that's like others might seem normal that scares you? Spiders. 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 Big no. Yeah, because we all have that, that those things that yeah. kind of scare us, yeah. don't they? You know,
2: uh, I did a bit of. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I think uh, again, being that military side, and um, but you can learn that from other things, uh, from other places, and you know, as, as you get older as well. Um, you know, I, I had to do an exercise in the jungle, and it's just there's a spiders everywhere and you just you just have to sometimes you just have to get on with things yeah. but you learn as you as you as you get older and you grow up you get those learning uh, capabilities you know to deal with things so you know it's i see a spider now i'm not as scared but
0: yeah, i I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. still go grab one and play with it so there are techniques of 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 sort of getting yourself over things i will go on roller coasters even though I hate them, do you know what I mean? Like I've I've done that. It's a, it's a case of just I think sometimes just throwing yourself in the deep end and just getting getting it done. I mean, I can't compare doing a roller coaster to, to, to <laughs> you jumping off a cliff. Your videos, your shots, the one that you that you did uh, where you did a black flip off that bridge. Yeah. Phenomenal, yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Um, and what what goes into the planning then for this? Like you said, there's lots of planning and the build up and stuff. Do you have to work out the times, the weather, um, who's coming with? You know, how do how long does it take to plan an event like that? Yes,
2: yeah, so it's depending. I mean, if uh, I'll probably uh, go down my sort of my team, which again is Mountain Man Base. So if we talk about bridges and things like that, that gets a bit tricky because again, you got the law involved and things like that. But that's part of you know what we do. But when we go. Uh, to a location, it's it's almost like we call it. A, uh, most base jumpers will call it a mission because it is that exactly. So, for myself, like I said, I, sh- I don't. It's very rare that I actually do jump alone these days. I especially fr- after your incident. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we will check weather. That's the, That is the real big thing within the UK, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, of course. We, have, we need to make sure that uh, the weather conditions are absolutely perfect. If we're jumping on the coast, we need to obviously check the tides. Mm-hmm. We check in with. Um, uh, sea rescue, all those types of people as well. Uh, and then is figuring out uh, what's going to be happening on the jump, who's, who's going to be going first, what type of jumping we're going to be doing. The, you, there's, there's so many things that go into it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm first aid trained. I'm, I'm also um, trained in tr- uh, trauma response as well. So if anything does go wrong, then I'm there at hand. So there's it's within the group we've always got someone that can take care of us yeah. and the rest of it and it's like i think over the years that these adrenaline sports have got a bit of a bad rep because they seem reckless and i think if you ever come to see what we do people are actually sort of like okay it's not what you think it's going to be there's lots of quite boring talk about weather and we're doing this we're doing that and it's you know and there's a lot of what as i said for the very sort of like couple of seconds there's there's way more that
0: goes on. I bet there's a science between, like, where you're going to jump and where you're going you, yeah, so to land. Yeah, Is it accurate?
2: Yeah, so there's... There are lots of spot, uh, places in the UK we have uh, a UK base guide as such so we know that certain locations have been jumped many a time so you don't do, have to do as much planning, the only thing that really we get involved in is the weather because, because they've been jumped so many yeah. times uh, but as a team what we've been trying to do over the last few years is broaden the number of jump spots in the UK so uh, again way more goes into that because then we need to work <laughs> out sorry, it's okay. Uh, we need to work out how far our canopy is going, are we going to make the find that most uh, FJC which is your first jumps course into base is that they like people to have 200 skydives because they've built up that experience of flying under canopy and all the rest of it so i always say that anyone can jump off a off an object it's how you
0: fly a canopy you know at, at the end uh, and i know that um you you're gaining a lot of popularity mm. uh is there a huge base jumping community that you're part of that-
2: yeah so i think roughly in about the uk uh, I, again because it's unregulated there's you know no one really knows what's going on but roughly about 200 people within the uk mm. worldwide i couldn't really tell you and stuff like that i mean social media over the years has really grown uh back in the day that uh, base jumping was very underground it was like with uh, like, things like youtube and instagram yeah and exactly yeah, everything's and to be honest has it made it safer potentially because people are passing the more information on we've you know we've got our own facebook sites where we pass on details of maybe incidents and people are learning from that so that i think social media on, on that side of life is good because it yeah that passive and knowledge and are you seeing something and that's what i was going to ask is
0: about how do you i mean because you're now a great advocate for this and your story's growing and growing and growing um how do you um what's going on here are we recording i don't know um (laughs) when it comes to responsibility and sort of making sure that anybody that sort of becomes a fan of you might want to follow you in your footsteps. Uh, is there a responsibility there to make sure people get it right and don't make it have any accidents?
2: Yeah, I think uh, as the team is is gaining traction, should I say, that that's the thing about bass, it's always it's always been about being free and, and doing your own thing and there's no rules. Um, but for the team, there's an ethos of looking after each other. That's what yeah. it's really about. So anyone that comes up and starts asking us about bass jumping, the end of the day it is, you know, it is a dangerous sport. It's classed as one of the most dangerous sports in the world and I will try and put people off. You know, if I had any of my family family and friends that want to do it but I don't do it. It's it's dangerous, you know if you are interested in doing it and you want to go down the skydiver and become a base jumper, you've got to put a lot of time and effort. And at the end of the day, you can do everything absolutely right, and it can still bite you.
0: So you could uh, you could do something as well. wait I mean, you know, VR is becoming a big thing now. People are enjoying VR. You jump out with a 3D camera and give people like a VR experience. Yeah, so one of,
2: one of our colleagues, uh, Dave Gallagher, who's actually he's working with a team you know, so he's,
0: he's, he's that he's the science side of, of the team itself. Um, I asked, uh, I asked some of our listeners, um, what is the, uh, what is the most daredevil, uh, exciting thing that they've done? <laughs> some of the, some of the comments, by the way, uh, right. So Ben Coates was like coming on your podcast. Cheers, Ben. Um, <laughs> uh, Liam Tinsley being in a room with you for 24 hours. We did a 24 hour live podcast for, oh, for wow. so that's again, being on my show. Cheers, Liam Tinsley. um, <laughs> Andy McKeown, a great uh, light artist, amazing friend of our show. It uh, says climbing the outside of Liverpool Me- Me- Metropolitan Cathedral, accompanied by Granada TV drone. Nice. Good. Um, uh, Michael Corbett he sent us a picture of him parasailing in Turkey. That's cool. Did you see there was a, a, a thing uh, where a couple the, the the line snapped while they were parasailing. Yeah, and they just managed to gently glide and and and, and uh, sort of land. But I, I guess I could have. And and that's the thing is,
2: um, people say, Oh, what you do is amazing, but that's, there are small things that people do that I think that are amazing. It's just where your mindset is. It's just that I've grown up in the world of this activity. So for me, it's completely natural. So when I look at people that do parasailing that are all doing climbing and stuff like that, they're achieving something very great. You know, just because
0: yeah. people do what I do, it's, you should never think that you're any less of yourself. And that's and it's, there's yeah. something amazing about conquering a fear as well. I mean, when I was younger, when I was younger, I used to, I used to have a terrible fear of water. I couldn't see the bottom of like lakes, rivers, that sort of thing, and um, I, I, I was, I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And I remember uh, we went out in the kayak with the army cadets when I was younger, and they were like, they took us out and stuff, and I was like so scared or so rigid, and they did capsized drills. That was horrible, the worst thing I ever did back then. Um, and I remember. They, they created a raft, which is when all the, the 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 kayaks all sort of link up and they hold each other and you create a raft. And um, I got up out the kayak, ran across the front of all of them and jumped into the water. And it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I was only about 13, 14, but I'll never forget that moment because now I, then I went, I went kayaking everywhere. Um, it was, it was really wonderful experience. So like, you know, I, I've written, I went to Alex McCarthy's uh, life coaching, business coaching event last night um, at Highly Flammable. And she said, write write down three goals for yourself uh, for the next month. And one of them is to do something brave. Uh, do something that I'm not comfortable with doing, put myself in, you know, outside my comfort zone. Because I feel like when it comes to my, my social anxiety and the, the situations I, I find myself in where I'm a little bit uncomfortable, I feel like if I've done that, if I've done that brave thing, I feel like I may have, I may be able to sort of tackle some bigger issues.
2: Yeah. Uh, for, for me, I remember I, was, I was, when I first started skydiving, um, uh, I was a very shy 16-year-old kid, wouldn't speak to anyone and stuff like that. I did uh, my first couple of jumps, and then I remember, you know, starting college, and I was just like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do such and such. And then I just thought back to, well, if I can jump out of a plane, I can surely do that. And that's the – that's we also do um, – personal development within the team as well so if anyone wants to come along we can you know talk you through certain things as well we offer that to people uh, and that's the thing is like it doesn't matter you know just base jumping on skype is just a platform so you know if you you know as you said scare yourself at least once a day uh, think back to when you sort of did what you needed to do. And then you can put that anywhere in life. Mm. You know, it's just that, that mindset of just keep, keep pushing yourself that a little bit further. It's not forever. It's not all the time that you're going to
0: succeed, but that's okay. But you keep, make sure you just keep pushing. And yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great concept. It really is. Um, what else have we got? Kate Gunner, she says she's abseiling from the highest point of Shrewsbury hospital. Well I've done, Kate. That's a, that's amazing. Nice. Um, and on the, on the biscuit page, cause I put one of my personal one on the biscuit. Um, we had Shropshire festivals. Um, They're amazing people. Have you ever thought of doing talks at like festivals and things like that on stage? And
2: So we, uh, myself and Dave, our colleague, we did our first, we got invited by British Skydiving uh, uh, to do a talk. We, uh, as a team, we did the first base tandem within the UK. So that's having someone strapped to the front of me and we jumped off a cliff. So it was the first time it was done in the wow. UK. So yeah, so we got the record for that. Uh, and so British Skydiving, were quite interested in what we've done. We're not affiliated to British Skydiving, but they wanted us to come and do like a, a talk for it. And we, we did that. So so at the moment, we're getting a few little offers here and there about taking that on the road and just, wow, talk, that's just talk about things. And it's great, as I said, having that Dave on the team, being that sort of mind scientist. So I do all the, the exciting stuff and then... Dave just talks about it's the It's nice thoughts. to have a,
0: somebody that, yeah, that compliments uh, you in, yeah, exactly. in a different way. Yeah, exactly.
2: understands what's happening in my brain. Sometimes I don't.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> you're a literal wingman. Um, yeah. uh, Shropshire Festival says wing walking and parachuting. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. Like the wing walking thing. I, that would be horrible. I, I, f-
2: I think that would be my biggest fear, wing walking, because that's like, again, I'm on a plane. I can't use a parachute. Now I'm on the outside of the plane. And you're uh, strapped right. to it as well. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a few, I had a few friends that used to, that that used to do it you know professionally and uh, like that and again so it's like again that mindset is that that's something that i would not do but they wouldn't do what i do so it's everyone's got their level so again i always say don't worry about if someone's doing something you think's doing something more gnarly than you you're still doing something probably a lot but you know more than works.
0: for
2: us. we're all at a different stage of our lives yeah. and the rest of it
0: and you don't know what a b or c has been going through what their life is like you yeah. know so exactly um uh i think this is darren who owns gin different up in the market how's it going darren he says i have dived with sharks in fiji and hand fed them no that see that's another one for me i don't think I've sharks you see i've got I have another fear so spiders and open water in in the sea so i've got a friend i've got a friend i got a friend i will not mention his name but um he can't play far cry because there's like sharks in the water He got his fear is that deep <laughs> It's like it. We it, it, computer, computer
2: game.
0: I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's true though, isn't it? My mom's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> and if you listen to this, you know who you are, <laughs> and it's genuine as well. Yeah. um
2: It takes me. I mean, I can go into the sea. I get up to about my knees, and over the years, uh, I've had a bit of encouragement, and now I can, I can, I can swim in the sea quite comfortably. And, and also in Australia, I've actually swum in the Australian sea where obviously as Brits we think this a like surf country isn't it <laughs> it's a surf country and all you think about in Australia is just the sharks but yeah no, of course they're, yeah. They're, 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 the
0: kids out there they just they just it's just natural to them when I think of Australia I think of the things you can't see right away I don't necessarily think of crocodiles and sharks and shark stuff I think of the spiders and the snakes oh and, the spiders and, the are, and that. That.
2: just horrendous yeah, yeah
0: they're the biggest dinner plates and they move that quick as well no. so I'm just no no yeah. no, no no um uh, what are you up to? are you are you performing any stunts or, or is because like you you you've kind of created a brand for yourself now? Yeah
2: it's not just myself, so uh, again it, we, we are a mountain man base. There's uh, five people involved the team that run the uh, run the scenes behind it, but we have like a member's sort of uh, base that we sort of take care of. Uh, so we've all got sort of our own sort of personal jobs. Um, I sort of I'm in between with like my freelance skydiving trying to run the team pretty much full-time which sometimes some days it's takes a lot of time of work uh in terms of projects we've got lots of really good fun projects it's just unfortunately i can't
0: talk about them no 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 this, uh, this, that's
2: this, fine it's uh, we've got some coming up i think uh, april time so once once they're complete uh hopefully we'll we'll get those in the press and stuff like that and that's the other thing that we're trying to do as well we're trying to make uh bass jumping um just to get people more know about it. So it's not just this reckless, we're trying to sort of make it in a, in a positive light. That's what we're trying
0: to get across. I feel like it could be really liberating for people. Yeah, I mean... Uh... <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's been going for a long time. But, you know, I feel like whether it's base jumping or parachuting, I feel like um, skydiving, shall I say, I feel like there's, there's that kind of eureka moment really change people's lives maybe
2: yeah so I, I, what i do is uh, i love taking tandems tandems is you get the experiences that once once you've finished with the actual skydive you get to take them out under canopy because the canopy is open and they're right there in front of you so it's you know you you, know, you speak to them and you know a majority of people that do tandems it's it normally is just a one-off you know and if they, it's their bucket list but you do get quite a lot of people thinking I'd wish I'd done this sooner. You know, I've taken people, you know, 80, 90 years old. and they're like, Really? Oh yeah. Okay. And, and they're like, this is amazing. I wish I'd done this sooner. You know, it's just, yeah, if you, again, it's just, it's just, uh, we would say that if, the knowledge dispels fear. That's a very famous sort of motto within the, uh, the MOD. Uh, if mm-hmm. you knew what I knew about skydiving and you know, it's it, the, how much safety goes involved. It's yeah. Again, it's just, just, just uh, dispelling that sort of myth that it's just a, a load of people just, you know adrenaline and stuff like it's you know, the amount of paperwork that goes into running a drop zone, the health and safety, the risk management, the look at the kit, the, the, it's, you know, being a, a chief instructor as we call it, in charge of a drop zone is just paperwork, it's just literally making sure that everyone is safe and that's, and again, with the base jumping side because it's unregulated as a team, that's what we're, we're trying to sort of, um,
0: it's crazy yeah. to think, you know, you talk about all the admin that goes on before for yeah. like a three second jump, Yeah. Exactly. like that's yeah. just, that's insane. Yeah it, really, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would love to do it. I mean, I'm transitioning at the moment. I'm kind of losing a lot, quite a bit of weight, um, so hopefully, at some point, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. We we'll get back in touch. Maybe we can do a charity thing. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. Yeah.
2: I mean, as I said, uh, the local drop zone, the Skydive Tilstock, uh, a great place. Uh, they do a lot of charity. So yeah, you're always welcome to come along <laughs> with
0: us. <laughs> Phil Gillam, the mayor uh, from a couple of years ago, did it. Is uh, that was really cool. He was like, I'm doing a skydiver. i know you're Yeah, uh, that was that was wonderful. Really, really, really wonderful. Have you ever uh, climbed uh, to a a location where you were planning to do a base jump and gone nah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> too gnarly yep yeah, yeah. uh dense.
2: plenty of times where I've gone to locations and the web hasn't been right. And to be honest, you have that gut instinct. It just like you have a little bit of like a hair sticking back of your neck and you're like something doesn't feel quite right yeah. and you just walk away. And to be honest, that is the best thing. It's trust your instinct Trust your instincts and as you gain experience, you just know sort of what's right and what's wrong and when to walk away. Uh, like, like I said, it's you know, for f- three, f- three seconds of you know, for that, that hit of adrenaline, it's sometimes it's just
0: not worth it. Is there a good is there somewhere in the world where you've always wanted to jump off and you've not been able to get there? Your white whale,
2: yeah. So, you know, there's bucket lists within uh jumping. So, uh, Switzerland, there's the the Eiger, which is a very famous sort of mountain. Mm. Uh, there's an exit point there called the Mushroom. If you look it up, it's uh, a bit of a sticky out of rock you've got to go by over it by cable it's a beautiful jump um, that was one of my more great ones i think el capitan in in um, yeah, the national parks in uh, Los, you know near uh, california uh but unfortunately it's illegal to base jump uh, you know it's um it got banned many years ago uh for a series of you know unfortunate accidents Yet uh, people can free climb. Uh, free climbing is where you basically, of course, using, yeah, yeah. which, which
0: Yellowstone which, is massive, yeah. Yeah.
2: So for us, is that you've got these people, you know, doing, you know, f- you know, f- literally over a thousand foot without any sort of like harness or climbing, they could fall off.
0: And I bet they do quite regularly. I'd yeah, <laughs>
2: some people do. But if they they climb up to the top and they make it, you know, that that's perfectly fine. But for unfortunately, you're it's a, illegal a to base jump. It still goes on. It's just that because you know the. Uh, the serious of the offense is that it's very very kept in the dark you need to be invited i ain't gonna go into too much because i might get into trouble with the base you, yeah. but it's uh it's one of the jumps and i'm hoping in years to come that base jumping becomes uh it's is taken seriously and then they, they open it up because it's such a beautiful location i mean yeah. I've, 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 I've visited it but it's just uh, incredible have you ever been charged for anything like that?
0: So uh, I, again, I'm not going to lie. That's a bit personal, sorry.
2: It's a bit personal. Again, I'm not going into the um, into the legal side, but I've had a few run-ins. Uh,
0: tickings off? like A little yeah.
2: bit of tickings off and stuff like that. And it's just like, do you know what? Again, having that ethos of not breaking anything, being polite, okay, mm. I'm being caught. And that's, and that's the way you just, as long as you're just a good, decent person and stuff like that. Uh, but we all know that you, you can catch people at the, at the wrong time policemen are, are human or people are human too so you might catch them on the wrong day and they might go down the wrong road but like i said have that ease off of uh respecting people's property uh and yeah go from there but for the team it, mostly ours
0: is is off like earth uh, objects uh it's 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 an interesting thing because you know when it comes to like certain aspects of like what what happens underground, the because of music and things like this base jumping skateboarding back in the early days of skateboarding um you know I've, there's there's like a huge respect for that i know it's quite admirable isn't it there's, there's, i'm sure there's a lot and there's definitely a lot of people that will be watching you i'm one of them that i would i could, I could never do a base jump i couldn't do it it's too it's too it's too low for me i don't like heights i can see the floor i think jumping out of a plane is a bit different i think i would definitely do that
2: yeah, there is there is there is a <laughs> very big difference to jumping from 15,000 feet. Uh, the lowest base jump I've ever recorded is 107 feet. So there's a big difference there. Uh, some of the guys on the team, uh, one of the lowest we've done uh, was just over 60 foot. Oh my God. That was into water, uh, but some have done sub 100 jumps. And it's just like, do I, again, for me, that's just like, I'm not, up for that so again it just goes to show that people have different even within the base community people have different
0: that's smart to think as well is that the <laughs> fact it's not the it's not the highest thing that's like the biggest challenge for you it's the lowest because obviously you've got less time to release your chute and...
2: yeah there's a bit of science your parachute does yeah. need a certain time to open but again that's throughout the years technology has come a long way so um, you can jump from like there's more places that you can jump from because the technology has got a lot safer and yeah mm. as a sport is, it, is, this, is this growing quickly yeah. And that's like, I think I mentioned before, just because of social media, it's yeah. really, it's just opened it up. But Like I said, it was very kept in the dark, you know, the only way you could really sort of get into base jumping was like an invite almost back mm. in the eighties. Uh, and if you showed lots of interest, but now because of social media, it's really sort of taken off, you know, like Red Bull, all these types of guys are doing it and, uh, the TikToks and all that sort of thing. So it's, it's, it's taken off, but then it's also, you know, um, making sure that the, the young people that are coming into it and knowing what the, the dangers are and just you know having that safety conscious head on as well but not not, not necessarily just, just suppressing the fun but just making them aware of what the consequences within things as well
0: but with certain aspects of it i mean people hang glide and the people wingsuit and stuff off things so what's the difference i mean in, in what sense how do you mean in like that's legal isn't it you can like do parasailing, you can do wingsuit, and people do it. Yeah. it's a sport in some um, aspects, isn't it? Yeah, Wingsuits so like to... in the
2: UK, it's it's not legal to jump off cliffs and things like that. Uh, uh, some some places like Switzerland and Italy will, will actually have a base association, so mm. they're well on the way. Oh, it's just the
0: building thing,
2: though It's uh, just the just there's just the building, yeah. just the building okay. thing because if we go if I if I do mention it that
0: trespass again, I don't make sure I'm not a lawyer, so I don't no.
2: I believe that trespassing is a civil matter. Yes, it's not a police yes. matter. So. I've
0: spoken to Chris Shirk, he's from Shrewsbury from Where You Are Not, um, great guy, um, and he does rooftop, and he's, he's, done, he's done some... I, I know his work. Yeah, he's great. I've asked
2: him a few questions about certain objects as well, so... Yeah, he's, yeah. he's
0: wonderful. I mean, to get back on it, I mean, I've spoken to him for a good 18 months, I think, two years, Chris Shirk, is a great guy. Um, he does a lot for history and, and culture, he goes to to places where people can't normally get to, and that, that I think that's really, really important when it comes to society, you know... Yeah. So, you know. yeah and that's again that's the other thing about uh, base jumping is that it's taken me to places that I'd
2: you'd know never ever think about going you know it's just like one morning I'm sort of I may be sort of like in the UK and then about two days later I'm on top of a mountain that I never believed
0: I would be on and jumping off it so it's just insane um over the last uh, last sort of year or so you know how is your fan base and the people around you have you got fans now? People that will contact you, or I don't really say. I don't know if it's it's
2: fans. Uh, I mean, the social media side is. Is is growing, which is like it's it's good because that as I said, we're just just trying to build that sort of positive attitude towards basically so that's growing.
0: You've already been on one of the biggest podcasts on the planet. I mean, like that, I know, but that not was for, this one, by the way, the but one but that I mean. But that,
2: I mean, this is good, it was, <laughs> if that was more for a boo boo and stuff like that. I mean, that was great for my recovery as well because now I can look back at that and think about that jump and just like you know and, and have a bit of a laugh about it. Um, there's lots of people saying, well, you know, what you do puts a strain on the NHS and the rest of it, but you know, I've had, I've got more friends that have been hospitalised because they've played some. League football. Yeah. So it's... It all depends. Yeah, I've, I've been got, out on the razz. And, yeah, and yeah. I've got friends that you know that literally don't do anything but other than just sit and watch TV. So it's it's give or take, I
0: guess. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to anybody listening to this that wants to sort of get into to base jumping and it, it, maybe you've seen your video because that that video of you doing the backflip off that bridge um, is just beautiful. It's one of the most amazing things I've seen.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a fun bridge. I can't go to t- no no. T- t- no t- t- fine. Like that. Uh, anyone that wants to get into these type of sports is just. Make sure you write, you know, um, ask the right people Uh, for base jumping, skydiving is a must. It's a long route. There's no quick ways around it. You you know, if if you decide that you take shortcuts, should I say, it's going to end badly for you. You have to take it very seriously. Yeah, please listen yeah. to those words, yeah, guys. Not, yeah, It's not just like, I'm going to get a bed sheet and start doing all that sort of crazy stuff. Yeah, You know, listen to the right people. I don't want any
0: anybody's parents re- writing to me, I listened to the shoes, we were scared. And now my son's jumped off a thing and he's no we, himself. No, like no, th- there was, <laughs> Please no, don't do that, no, guys. No, 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 no. no. Um, I really do appreciate you <laughs> coming and talk to me. I know you've got a lot going on today. Um, um, And I'm a huge fan of what you do because I don't think I could do it. <laughs> the skydive, maybe... Uh, in a couple of years, we can. We, I'd love to do that. I'll be in a position, I think, then just, to do it. Just one step at a time, and you can achieve anything. It really is just. It's just that mindset. It's just flipping
2: that switch. And um, you know, Will Will Smith made a speak when he did his skydive. He always talked about all the best things in life are past fear, and
0: they really yeah. are. Yeah, once you get past that, yeah. And we need to get off the Will Smith thing by the way. I've seen that there's uh, there was uh, there is so excited about uh, Bad Boys 4. Um and people just in the comments were talking about the slap. and all. I'm just like come on. This guy had a, a pretty much a, a mental breakdown in front of the whole world. He did one of the worst things you possibly could do on camera. We need to just let that slide a little bit. People <laughs> do worse things and get away with it. Come on. Uh, I love Will Smith. But yeah, it's true. It's true. But some people say it's a bit of a conspiracy and it's all set up. So Yeah, I I when I first saw that I thought that's not real. There's no way that's real. It's Hollywood. Yeah. It's Hollywood. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like, the way that Chris Rock reacted. He was like, I, I there's, you know, I, I, uh, I,
2: love, I love a bit of a conspiracy theory and stuff like that. And let's face it, had he, you know, just to me, it's sort of like had anyone, anyone does that sort of thing, you're looking at getting arrested or something like that. I think it's just Hollywood is just a big machine, man. It just uh, absolutely. You <laughs> know who knows? Who knows? Yeah.
0: Who knows what goes on behind those doors? Eh. <laughs> I um, I know you've got a lot on today. I feel like we could sit and we could talk for hours. Actually, I feel like, I'd, and I'd love to invite you back on when, when things things a bit easier. Um, we could do like a video one, and if you could, if you have any videos or pictures whatever, have we could we could definitely do some stuff on YouTube. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get you back by, on by, by all
2: means, yeah. So another, I mean, I said we got we got Dave, the the brain scientist on the team as well. I'd
0: love to if, speak if, to him
2: if, if you ever get him sat down. I tell you what, well, that's that's uh, that's something else.
0: So yeah, yeah, we'll have to get him on, Dave. If you're listening, you have to come on the biscuit very soon. Um, uh, where can people follow you? Uh,
2: so our social media, uh, we've got uh, Instagram, YouTube. Unfortunately, we do have TikTok. Which yeah, that's uh,
0: no, that's what I've, I've been using. I I recycle my my content, so I'll yeah. I'll create reels and things that are snippets of my shows.
2: Yeah, I and mean, there's we're 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 a fairly old team, and it was decided that someone needs to take over the TikTok, and it was names in a hat. <laughs> I
0: think I feel like I'm the same. By the way, I'm absolutely the same. There's definitely footage of me somewhere going. Oh, I do know TikTok. Yeah, I think. A lot of people thought of Tik as just doing stupid dances in front of a camera, but this... it,
2: it's changing. It's, it's yeah. getting there. So, yeah. So our team is mountain man base. Uh, so just yeah, have a look for us on bit of social media. Mountain man base. Yeah. But like we, I think we said before is that there are, there's some pretty interesting stuff, some fun stuff, but don't try it yourself. It's, it is. We are perfect. We class ourselves as professionals. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and if someone wanted to book a skydive
2: yeah so in terms of skydiving uh, go for uh, the local drop zone um, in Shropshire is Skydive Tilstock uh, just go to the webpage give them a call uh, the season's literally we just opened up tomorrow, uh, just a bit chilly but do you know what it's 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 going to be a good season so get yourself down there do, do something uh, off that bucket list
0: Hans you've been an, an incredible guest uh, just make sure I've got uh, all of Verity's questions because I don't want to leave her, oh she put is he is he mental? <laughs> Uh,
2: well, that's the great thing about having Dave with us because yeah, I, he says I'm not. So that that's good. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not metal. Not, no, Dave no, says I'm not. It's good. It's it's it's. Uh, he says I'm all sh- uh, all signs of normalness. It's just I just push myself that little bit further. But do you know what? Uh, everyone around the world
0: does it every single day. Yeah, every single day. Well, I think you're incredible. Okay, thank nice. that, 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 like half a second, just as you're about to jump off, I don't know how you'd even do that. So, um, thank you for being you, and let me see your videos because otherwise I won't be able to see. No worries, it. Uh, guys. Uh, thank you so much for for tuning in. Um, Make sure uh, you give us a follow. If you're listening to this for the first time, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the show. But you can follow us, uh, The Shrews of Biscuit, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, as I mentioned earlier, TikTok. Um, and make sure you share this and tell people about it, you know. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much. Nice and uh, we'll leave you guys to it. Peace out. it is. Yes.